Sangin Podcast would like to appreciate everyone who has listened and watched our episode. On behalf of the podcast, we would like to encourage every one of you to follow and subscribe to us using whichever medium you choose to listen to us. This increases our outreach and makes us bring bigger and better guests for amazing stories. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another episode of the Sanyin Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by Mr. K, aka the People's Dancer. He's a professional dancer and choreographer, uh, making rounds here in the Asia Pacific region and beyond. Uh, Mr. K, you're welcome to the podcast. Hey man, thank you very much. Thank you very much for welcome, man. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Okay. Um. Obviously, many people know you. Very many. Um. But according to you, how would you introduce yourself? Uh, I would say, well, I would start with like my real name. My real name is Kukano Mulefe. That's my full name. So I'm a South African choreographer slash dancer slash vibe maker slash creative slash philanthropist uh, slash English teacher actually in China. So yeah, I was born and bred in South Africa in a small little town village called Daung in the Northwest province. And yeah, that's who I am. I came, in, I came to China in 2019. I've uh, been dancing from like a really young age. And I have a couple of um, passions, but you know, the main passion is the dancing. And that's what people know me for in China. <laughs> ah, amazing, amazing. Um, so, um, as I've said, you're quite known for your electric vibe and the dancing, especially in the general vibe, piano. Um, so give us an insight of your dancing career how did it started what inspired you well uh i've always had like you know the dancing bug you know because from like a young age even before i was born another told is like she was like pregnant with me and then she was she went to go attend a pantola competition because my dad was actually a pantola dancer when he was younger so it's like something that i get from him the dance is something that is like passed on you know through genes and stuff like that so my dad was a Pantula dancer and they were at a Pantula competition and she's like, you were kicking me when you were hearing the music. So from that point on, I guess she knew, she's like, I always knew that you're going to be a dancer or you're going to be like involved in music or something, something in that, in, the, in those lines. So I really also, but like started dancing on a professional serious level in 2008 when I was in high school and, you know, joined like the local arts and culture foundation there by my, by, in Daung called Mabana. I danced there for like a year and a half and then I had to let it go because uh, I was doing my last year in high school. So I had to focus on that. And then I kind of picked it up when I was in university at the University of Johannesburg. And that's when I really kind of like saw that I have a gift that people like really look up to. And it's, you know, I enjoyed being on stage and I enjoyed like just performing and entertaining people. So I think that started around 2012, 2013 when I really started like taking the dancer slash performer uh, title slash career seriously okay and um now in china um how did it like explode how did you become like this dance celebrity that we all know now i mean you know every, every everything starts small eh? everything starts small i was i moved when i came to china i moved to a little city in guangdong called Zhongshan. so there i think post post covid just just after like not post-COVID, but like after the first wave of COVID, when things were a bit normal, you know, I, just, I started trying out some, some dance classes at the local studio. They gave me a chance to do like open classes. 
you know, so I gave like some banger classes, you know, some some gongs, and I did some I mean, I mean some I'm a piano workshops, and it was really good. The, the 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 response was really good in that city, but it was like really a small city, so I couldn't expect much. But then um, I think in 2020. 2021 is where like things really jumped off and i started doing like the tours i did my first big workshop in shanghai and that one was like sold out was really fun people came out and you know after that i did suju i did i did hangzhou and then the same year as well i did beijing so 2021 was like where the movement kind of really started you know but i started like dancing months before that maybe like a year before that in my city and doing like small little workshops in the studio but 2021 april i think that's when like the movement really picked up and i started doing like different cities and yeah i was really blessed to have had so many people come to my workshop and so many people support um and yeah that's just been growing and growing and going to cities and many cities and many cities and then and then now it's it's countries and countries and countries so yeah that's how it really started. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That's nice. That's nice. And I realized that mm, most of your craft right now is um, piano based. Why? I mean, uh, number one, I'm South African. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, and um, piano is like the biggest thing out of Africa right now. You know, uh, everybody's like eating it up everywhere. The UK is going crazy. Africa is going crazy. You know, South Africa, obviously South Africa is going crazy. The US is also picking up and it's, and it's big. It's huge. It's a huge movement everywhere, man. So once I saw that, you know, people love this vibe, they love the genre of music. I was like, hey, man, let's give them our piano in China, bro. So that's why we did Like I teach other dancers, I can teach the banger, which is like to go music. Um, but right now people just want a piano you know fortunately so i just i just give them what they want basically okay and uh so dance moves um is there a place where you learn them or your imagination and creativity i mean I'm a piano, my piano is like I'm a piano has a base foundation of existing like um street dance styles from south africa so before way before my piano came about there was still the banger there was still it's Boudra, Spanzola, Kwasa, survivor um so all those street dance styles kind of are a foundation to my piano piano obviously has its own kind of rhythm bounce vibe you know energy so what we do is that we take existing dance moves and we just put a spin on it or we take the vibe of the song and put new new um new uh new dance moves basically new amapiano piano dance moves when we come up with those moves and so it's been for me, it's basically just like, it's easy because I've been dancing for such a long time. I've been a street dancer for such a long time. I've done cyphers in, in South Africa. Like I've just been dancing for such a long time. So me watch, I can just watch videos, catch the vibe, put, put a little spin on the moves, uh, add some musicality or whatever, and then make it uh, my sort of my dance move or a version of my, you know, a version of a, a dance move but with my spin. So for me, it's it's really easy because, yeah, it's mostly about the energy and the vibe, kind of, you know, piano vibe. Okay, nice, nice. And let's say, um, if is it possible for, let's say, a musician to work with you? Like maybe become their chief choreographer in their videos? Of course, of course, man. I'm always looking. Like if the thing is, oh, it's, the thing is like, it's so, so busy. I'm so busy right now. But, you know, granted the opportunity and like the right time, and you know uh, the right opportunity and you know right you know schedule schedule 
I would be willing to like work with someone for stage performances, chief choreographer, like head choreographer. Like that's that's essentially what I really want to literally do because you know I have a lot, I have a lot of ideas. Like for me, the dance workshops are really great. You know, I connect with people, like teach people about my culture. It's great, uh, but also like I want to add like other elements so people can see like the variety uh, of my talent and my art and like my create my creative side. So I would be definitely open to someone who's who has a vision about doing something on stage either a musician or a production you know granted the opportunity and the time amazing amazing that's nice that's nice and um how do people get in touch with you if someone wants to hit up like contact with you or attend your action yeah well i'm on i'm on wechat channels uh, at the, uh, you know the people's dancer easy the people's dancer on instagram i am at underscore unlimited k so unlimited the full word k-a-y underscore so underscore unlimited k underscore and on twitter i am at unlimited k forward unlimited k-a-y on facebook uh my name is kukrano Molific, k-u-t-l-w-a-n-o space m-o-l-e-f-e and on tiktok i am the people's dancer at the people's dancer and on youtube i am the people's dancer as well so yeah it's literally one name that you can probably find everywhere on all platforms so that's that's how people can contact me for workshops or anything or questions or anything anything yeah nice nice and i'm curious to know uh, recently i saw you had uh, won the pride of africa Asia awards uh, but um mm -hmm. in in your view what has been the successes and the achievements of so far you've than in your career, your dance career? I mean, for now, at this point in time, I think the biggest achievement would have just been just spreading Dama piano culture and South African culture, you know? I've been so blessed in going to over 10 cities in China and doing Dama piano workshops. And that's just not been just like, you know, dance only. That's, it, it's, it's been like a transfer of like energy, a transfer of like uh, education about um, South African dance, street dance culture, South African music, you know? So, and also this year I've been to Moscow, Russia, I've been to Japan, Osaka and, and Tokyo, I've been to Indonesia, Bali, I've been to Hong Kong as well. And in two weeks I'll be in Dubai. So oh, I think those the travels around in in China, East East Asia, Pacific, those have been like my my greatest achievements. Just being able to go out and share and travel and see places meet other people meet different types of people and share about my culture share about my piano and share about like about dance you know and yeah that's been i think that's been my biggest achievement out of everything indeed 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 and do you have plans of expanding your workshop maybe to africa like go yeah of course, African countries? of course of course of course if, if there's an opportunity you know um you know obviously Africa is is, 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 is is flooded with talent, you know, flooded with talent and people who do the thing. So I feel like Africa is taken care of in terms of like dance because there are people who do it and who do it proudly and we're like proud of them. We see them. I have, I have so many people that I'm fans of who are, who dance in Africa and give like African like dance classes, you know, still. Um, and I want those people to actually flourish and actually be able to come to like asia and europe and the u.s to go push the culture because that's that's what that's what we have to do you know all eyes are on africa right now and i feel like we must export as much as we can in terms of the arts and you know export the right things the right type of information the right type of education 
you know, from our people, by our people. So, yeah. But if an opportunity comes for me to work with African choreographers or African dance studios in the future, definitely that's home. That's where that's where it started, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, in your in your introduction, you said you're philanthropist. Uh, tell me about it, if you if if you can. Yeah, so um, from a really, I would say from like, I started like in university, like doing charity donation campaigns type of thing, you know, with my friends and a group of like other people that I, that I knew. So I think that's, that's when I really started, you know, levitating towards the philanthropy side of, 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 of myself, you know, I just, um, I just believe in giving back, you know, when as much as, you know, we don't have much, but you know, the little that you have might be such, such a big deal for people. So, um, so I've been like doing a lot of stuff since like 2013, 14, 16, when I started really, when I started working as well, I've just been pushing this thing of philanthropy on the side. And even this year I'm doing a campaign. I did it last, I did another donation drive last year and I did it the previous year for my birthday as well. So I've just been doing, um, you know, essential drives, uh, donation drives, uh, special workshops, and just donating the money to like the course that I've chosen that year. And obviously I want to go bigger and better and like, you know, trying to help as many people as possible in different spheres, you know? Um, uh, I just believe like, you know, I want to use my gift, my following, my, 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 my viewership, uh, the people that I have around me to do good, to do good because, you know, uh, with great power comes comes great responsibility. Amen, amen, indeed. And uh, is your philanthropy work is it best maybe in South Africa or it's in China or it's everywhere? For now, it's in China. You know, because um, for this year, I was thinking about like starting to do something for like the kids back home in my in my village. You know, so that by obviously that needs planning, and like um. The, the the time difference doesn't really help, you know, <laughs> because, you know, we live in a fast-paced life in China. You know, I work Monday to Friday, and then obviously in the weekends, I do my, my dancing thing, I do my traveling thing, I do my events. So it's kind of difficult, you know, to to get us started. But, you know, for now, the philanthropy is based here in China where I am, and I really want to expand it back home, number one, and maybe Africa at a point where I'm really blessed to have people who have resources or I have resources to give and share and donate to people in and around Africa, you know, starting from South Africa. Yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. That's nice. That's a nice initiative. That's a nice initiative. Um, my next question would be, um, according to you, what would be your, your advice to the youth, both in Africa and beyond? Mm, advice to the youth, man. Um, like I said, you know, all eyes are on Africa right now at this point in time. In, in many spheres, in politics, in art, in music, in science, in leadership, you know? So I, I, I think the, the youth of now, of Africa, need to understand how much power they have and especially how much potential they have for the next generation and how they could lead the continent into sort of a 180 turn into a powerhouse as the continent you know we've been we've been followers for far too long and i think it's time for us to like stand up and lead stand up and fight for what's for fight for what's ours you know do good do good by people do good by other countries you know and stand together you know so my advice would be just like for youth you know put 
put your best foot forward, stay true to who you are. Number two, uh, work hard, have a, have a good, pure heart. Cause you know, a lot of things happen in life and people, we just meet people who are not really good. So try be good. Try represent Africa, you, your clan, your family, who you are in the best possible way. And just push forward, push Africa forward as much as you can. Uh, pave the way for the generation that's coming behind us. Lay a foundation that can put them at a spot where we were not there, but, you know, they can be at a higher place, you know, because, you know, most of us started at like zero, minus two in life, you know, so it would be nice if we take what we have right now, the opportunities that we have to put Africa on the, on the map and pave a way. Pave a way, pave a way for the new generation, pave a way for the existing generations as well to just lift Africa. That's nice, that's nice. And uh, my final question to you would be, do you think it's possible for us to use our our art, let's say dance, to promote African culture throughout the world? Do you think it's possible? Man, it's happening already, bro. Mm. It's happening already. It's it's happening like like I said I was in Moscow. Like people people in Moscow know about Afro House, Afro Beats, I'm a piano, boom, banger. People in Osaka, Japan know about Afro House, I'm a piano, Afro Beats, Kuduro. People in Bali know about that thing. People in Europe know about that. People in Helsinki, people all the way in like the deep parts of like Russia know about our art and culture, bro. And then some people are really, really like interested, not on the on the on, on the surface but like they go deep within the roots they learn some of them even go live in countries in africa for a while to learn culture our culture and that's what i'm saying like right now it's prime time where we need to push african art african talent to the world because everybody's just like yo man africa is you know africa is the motherland it's it's where everything started we are we are it we are the start so the people obviously have realized how much power we have and how much authenticity and originality we have. So, but also in saying that, we need to be careful of the people who come and just want to take from the culture without giving back, you know? So we need to be protective of our culture. Share, yes. Show, yes. Uh, be open, yes. But be protective of what is ours. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> that was a nice parting shot. That was nice. Um, thank you, Mr. K, uh, for passing by. It's been an My honor. Pleasure. My pleasure, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother.